This is a We Are On We production. Your channel's really fucking taking off, hasn't it? <laughs> You've 167,000 subscribers now. I can't believe, and because you've only been your current channel only a year, only twelve months old. Yeah. And did you have any? Did you have any channels before that? Yeah, I had about probably two to three channels, so I've been on YouTube for a while now. Did have you? Were they always sort of animated stuff, or did you do different stuff beforehand? Well, I first started out with doing animations, and then I didn't like the amount of work that it took especially with school and everything. So I decided to try out gaming, pranks, um, a bunch of different stuff. But most of my channels were about animation, yes. Because now, some of your video, your videos have taken off. Like, especially the ones that have come, that you've put out in the last few months. Like, One Day Old and your latest video has over 400,000 views. And that's crazy. I can't believe that. Do you know why they're taking off so well? Like, because they're all, a lot of your recent ones are Pokemon based. Mm -hmm. It seems like there's a, like a, like some Pokemon fans from somewhere are seeing this right away because they're getting so many views straight away. Uh, Yeah. What I think, what I do believe is that, because I do a lot of researching on YouTube's algorithm and what exactly it is that can help your channel. So what I think is that once... My first Pokemon animation, because the way YouTube works is that once you have a video that does really good, uh, if you make another video with similar tags, YouTube will promote you because they'll think, oh, his first video did really good. He's making another one. Let's try to see if it does good as well. So my first, Ash finds out he has 151 Pokemon, I believe. It did really good. So I decided to make another video and keyworded it the same. And that video did good as well. So now every time I make a Pokemon animation, YouTube just constantly promotes it. Jesus Christ. It doesn't say... I didn't think... It's as easy as that. It's really as easy as just using the same tags. Yeah. And Jesus you also have to like do outros and playlists and all that type of stuff. But it's just it's pretty much just... you Just give YouTube what they want. If they see that you have made a video that did really well, just... Give it, try again, just keep doing it. Far out. And like a lot of the, it's sort of like this huge bit of growth sort of came at a weird time with the whole YouTube ad boycott. And like, I expect that you're not making as much money as you probably expected you were going to make with all the, all the big brands leaving YouTube. Oh no, I I knew from the get-go that I was not going to make a lot of money because as an animator, you automatically make way less money than everyone else. So I knew what I I was going into. Yeah, especially because it is short-form content. Like, you're not putting out... You cut... Like, you can only... Realistically, you can only put the one ad in your video because you... Like, they're all short sort of things. But there's not many people on YouTube at the moment, animators, who are putting out a video every week. Sometimes even twice a week. That's crazy. Yeah. You seem like you're working pretty hard at it. Like, you're a dedicated animator. Like, there's a lot of people who have just been branching off to, like, they they love to animate, but they're branching off into, like, TV and all that sort of thing, or completely different type of content on YouTube, like Oni, how he's doing his gaming channel now and all that sort of stuff. You're the, You're one of the only guys 
in well the last like the last few years who's sort of stuck to animation and it's definitely paying off for you like look at the like look at the growth that your channel's had i did want to ask where did you get the name gumbino from oh i get this question a lot and surprisingly it's a very underwhelming answer i it was just a <laughs> random name that i came up with it was just a random name to be honest well, yeah, it doesn't have to be spectacular. No, there's not many spectacular stories behind names. Sometimes it's just as simple as that. Yeah. So I've so you're you're young. You're obviously quite a young guy. How old are you right now? Yeah, I'm nineteen. You're nineteen. So you've only like you're not even very far out of high school, and you've got a channel that is growing quite well. Yeah, I'm I'm really blessed. Because I think I I think I remember. Seeing you, is it correct that you were subscribed to, oh, like you were part of Jump Cut, Jump Cut Academy? Yes, I was. Are you still part of them now? Yeah, I still go on there every day. Because I've, I've, because I started using Jump Cut and I don't know, I sort of partially gave up on it because it didn't seem worth it to me at the time. Do you think that using Jump Cut has helped you quite a bit? Definitely. Like, like I said, with uh, the interview that I did with them, if I didn't join Jump Cut, I would not have gotten... Well, I would have, but not as fast. I would not have gotten from zero to 10,000 in one year. Far out. What do you think you've learned from ju- Jump Cut the most? I'm not sure if I can really speak on it too much since it's a paid uh, program. But I know that I've... Uh, I know... Okay, I'll say this. I know that... Once you post a video, you're not just supposed to leave it and wish that you'll get um, views out of nowhere. So that's the most important thing that I learned from Jump Cut Academy. I, le- they, I learned how to, where exactly to post, to share your videos after you post it, where exactly, how to get views and all that different type of stuff. Because the marketing aspect is a really big part of it as well. I think people, people really underestimate that, for sure. Um, when did you realize that your channel was taking, like, taking off dramatically? Uh, it was around, fi- to be honest, it still doesn't feel, like, I still feel like I'm at uh, at 10,000 subscribers, but I've noticed the views starting to come in at around probably February, because once I got 1,000 subscribers, it was easier to get 2,000. Once I got 10,000, it was easier to get 20,000, and then... It was around uh, February that I went from 20,000 to, uh, I think, 40,000. So that's when I started seeing the growth kind of snowball. Far out. And it was quite quickly. Like, it was that snowball effect, and it came in very, very quickly. So are you working full-time on YouTube at the moment? Yeah, I'm full-time on YouTube and Facebook. Okay, so what I wanted to know, what inspired you to do animation? Because... Like, was it, did you watch a lot of people on YouTube doing animation, like, during, like, your high school? During high school and that? I did. I used to watch all the animators, but they're, they're not really the ones that inspired me to start, though. What, what inspired you to start? Um, when, when I was probably around three years old, me and my cousin used to watch Dragon Ball Z, and the, the thing we used to do the most after school is just draw, kind of, like, um, copy... Goku and or Vegeta and all those different type of characters and that's how I actually learned to draw and then I every day I would just keep drawing one day I just thought to myself when I get older I just want to make a cartoon just like this that people will love and that's what inspired me to get to start making animations now 
the YouTuber, the YouTube animator that showed me how to start that because it was a dream that I had when I was small, but I wasn't really going after it. I didn't think, I thought I could only go after it when I got older. So, um, when I found out about the YouTube animator Ed's World, who was in, who was making animations at a very young age, I thought to myself, wow, I don't have to wait until I'm older. I can just start right now. So that's the, I, I could say Ed World, Ed's World is my YouTube animator inspiration. He was, and he, I used to watch Ed's World a lot when I was a kid. He was, there was just something like, it's crazy that at a young age, you can just, as long as you have the equipment to do it, you can create your own animations. You can create your own stories and games and everything. It's crazy. So, um, do you have any, like, do you want to continue, like you've, your parodies have sort of helped you. It's helped you grow, grow your channel, but do you have... Do you want to do some more original stuff later on, or do you think you'll stick to sort of that parody stuff for a bit? Um, well, I was working on... I was trying to start a, a web cartoon called Purgatory Island, but currently I'm looking for professional voice actors and writers and all that different type of stuff. So I have to put that on pause, and for, so for now I'm just going to focus on the YouTube videos. Okay. So tell me more about this series. Like, is there... Like, well, what... Tell me as much as you want. Like, of course, it's sort of a, a bigger thing. You don't want to spoil too much. But give us a bit of a, just a, a brief, a brief overview of what this series is. Um, so right now, we don't have the full story yet. But the summary that we have so far is that there's basically this uh, ghost and this bat that are put into a, pur a purgatory. And right now the story is that they're trying to, they have the ability to go back at any point in their life and uh, try to fix all the bad stuff that they did. And if they can fix it, they can get out of purgatory and either go go back to life or go to heaven. Or if they, but if they don't, if they aren't able to correct themselves, then they'll go to hell. That's not the final story, but that's pretty much what I have. I posted a trailer on my YouTube channel as well. Okay, so that's, it's quite interesting. It's it's an interesting concept too. It doesn't seem like anything that's really been done before. What inspired you for that? What inspired you for that specific concept? Um, I was watching, I started watching Rick and Morty and I saw how original it was and the concept of like the clones and everything. And I decided that, huh, there, there's everything hasn't been done yet. So I just start, started thinking to myself, what if I did something new instead of something that, uh, that's been done before? So Rick and Morty has been the biggest inspiration in terms of concept. It's, quite, it's, a, it's a bloody great show. It really is. And, and, it sh and as you said, it shows that you, don't, that you can have original ideas, even if there's so many shows that have done something similar before. Yeah. Um, what do you, what are your inspirations for, like, what are your inspirations for your, your style? Like, your original style. Like, obviously you have your, um, your, like, your Pokemon ones, which are obviously your parody ones. But for your original style that I've seen, like, with your, your, your series, because I was just watching your trailer before, what inspired that sort of style? Billy and Mandy. I can see it. I can see it straight away. That's what I'm thinking. So, you, so you're, are you a big fan of Billy and Mandy? Or is it just more the style than anything? Yeah, Billy and Mandy and Ed, Ed and Eddie were my favorite cartoon as a kid. 
from Cartoon Network. Oh, really? Mm. I I was just looking through your YouTube videos before, and you've got your Pokemon videos, and you've got like a few of your parodies there with your with your Fairly Odd Parents, and you've got your Family Guy and your South Park. But the one I was I was looking at before was your was your console war ones between the different consoles. Where did how, where did that idea come from? Um, the console war. I guess just hearing about the Nintendo Switch coming out, it just I just thought to myself to why don't I just make a cartoon about it? And it it blew up on Facebook. It got about two million views. So. People were asking me for more, so that's why I started doing more. It was originally going to be just one video about the Nintendo Switch, but people told me to make it a series, so I I kept making more episodes. It's taken off, like a lot of the, most of those videos are hitting pretty damn well. Far out. What do you do? What do you do outside of animating? Like, because you, it's your full time job. Obviously, you've got to have something other than that. Hmm. Uh, I like playing football. I like going to the gym. I like um, just sports. I like drawing. Uh, I like watching YouTube videos as well. I guess a lot of uh, like a lot of the time for like con- for content creators, a lot of their spare time is watching YouTube. Yeah, definitely. Who do you watch on YouTube a lot? Like, like, well, who have you been watching a lot recently? Recently, um, I've been watching. Huh. I've been well. I've been watching. I. I it's hard to think of because uh, recently I haven't really had time to watch YouTube videos like that because it's animations after animations. But I used to watch like a lot. But recently, it's mostly stuff like Drama Alert or how how to um video or YouTube uh, algorithm channels like video creators oh. and stuff like that. That's the only channels that I have time recently. So, so you, so yeah, dra- interesting drama alert. So you, I do you watch, do you watch scarce at all? Yeah, I watch both of them. Yeah, I watch both of them. They go, they both got their own sort of unique sort of way about going around there, doing their news. Yeah. So um, I did. What I wanted to ask was, what is your long term plan for your channel? Do you want to long term keep doing like doing both parodies and original stuff? Long term, like I said, I want to start doing the web series. That's what I. That's my main goal. Just start doing the web series and have that take off. Hopefully, I can get to that point. When do you think you'll get? When do you think you'll sort of get get like into production of that series? I want to say by the time that I reach a million subscribers, my original plan was to do it by this summer, but it's not gonna happen. So hopefully by the time that I reach a million subscribers, which wouldn't be, it will probably be around summer next year. Because it's a long term, yeah. Because that the growth you're going at now, a million subscribers is definitely not out of the question at all. What about your? What about not just YouTube wise, but sort of like career wise? Do you want to sort of keep working on YouTube? Do you want that to be your long term full time job, or are there other sort of things that you've been wanting to do as well? To be honest, yeah, I feel like YouTube would be my long-term job. Some people would say that uh, they want to move on to t- television or be in a movie, but I'd say that, uh, uh, what's the word? I'd say that, uh, I'd say that now, 
YouTube is more popular than television. I'd say that YouTube would be my long-term goal. Because it's, it's a definitely a platform that you can make a career on. Like, even some of the biggest, like, the biggest online brands, like your Rooster Teeth and whatnot, they're making, like, they've made a whole business out of it. They've made a multi-million dollar company, a lot of it based around YouTube. It's, like, definitely achievable. The only problem is that YouTube, it can, it can just go away at any given time. So, that's kind of the only issue. But I, if YouTube is not my, if something happens with YouTube, then I'm probably going to move to my own website and possibly take, bring my fan base along with me. Well, it's the smartest thing to do, really, because YouTube, it isn't, yeah, as you said, it's not going to be here. It's not going to be here forever. That's one thing. It could go at any time. So a big thing for people is diversifying your, like how you make money. A lot of people are really just stuck on, they'll just make money off their YouTube ads. And I think it hurts. It hurts a lot of people. Yeah, YouTube ads and the ads from YouTube is the worst way to make a living, to be honest. It really is. And for some reason, people still rely on it. Like five years ago, the the CPM for it was high. People could make a, pre- a pretty damn good living off just YouTube ads. But it's going to get lower and lower like with all the all the brands pulling out and when there's more people on when there's more content creators on YouTube there's it's like more saturated so it's going to be harder for people to make money off it because they've got to spread their ads out I would say I would I wouldn't say it would go lower because yes the um brands are pulling out right now but YouTube is still the second largest website in the internet so I I think this is the ad boycott is a temporary thing and the brands will definitely be coming back as um so with in regards to the problem with the saturation of the people coming in i think that the companies there there's every single day there's new companies coming in so uh there'll be those companies and the bigger companies which i think they'll have enough to to fund even if there's a million new youtubers because um Right now, the smallest YouTubers don't get the big brands. Right now, the smallest YouTubers, they have their own kind of uh, ad format. And the bigger YouTubers have the premium ads. So the brands that pay more, they'll, they'll cater to those people. And the smaller YouTubers, they'll have enough. They'll be able to share the, the, other, the new up-and-coming brands. So I feel like even if there's a lot of new YouTubers that come, there'll still be enough money to go around for everyone yeah i actually now that i now that you said the way you say it i think you're exactly right but so do you you don't have a patreon at the moment do you no i don't do you want to is like do you think you'll make you'll try to have another sort of way of making money outside of youtube ad revenue or right now is just making your videos and building your audience more of the the focus uh, recently I've been starting to, uh, sell merchandise. So I'll start, I'll be doing that probably around every month. I'll okay. also probably get to, uh, sponsored, sponsored deals. So merchandising and sponsored deal with, is what I'm planning to start doing. Okay. Interesting. Cause it's, yeah, people, you, cause you don't have to have a Patreon to sort of keep yourself afloat. I think because like a channel of your size and like the type of content you do 
surely there are some brands who are gonna who would come on board to sponsor your content for sure mm. it's a bit harder since i don't show my face but it's still it's still very possible oh god yeah why why haven't you shown your face uh, to be honest, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's better to just post the animations. I, I don't think, I don't feel like it's necessary. Yeah, I I know, I know what you mean because your content is your animation. Like what's the point of showing your face? Like is it, it's not gonna, like that's not what people subscribed for in a way. Yeah, I'm probably going to start doing it more, but I feel like right now it's not very necessary. I didn't notice you started a gaming channel recently as well. Hmm. So do you have any, do you have any, is that a long, is that sort of wanting to make it a side thing or do you want it to sort of make it a main thing that you can make money off as well? I wanted to make it a main thing, but the way that it's looking right now, I don't think I'll have enough time to run two channels. So I might not be uh, uploading a game gaming channel as of now, but that might change later on. What's the, what, what, if you, so if you right now, you were able to play to, to do your main channel with your animation and your gaming channel, what sort of games were you like? Would you play like on a regular basis? Probably League of Legends, uh, maybe Pokey MMO. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's an online Pokemon game. It's oh. like a multiplayer game. Because there's a big there's there's a lot of people like because obviously the big a lot of a large amount of your videos are Pokemon videos. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people would come over to watch you play Pokemon games. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was thinking too. Just live stream it and just invite everyone to play together and just have a good time. It sounds... It sound, well, I hope, I hope the gaming channel does take off at one stage. You get your time to get into that. Because it'd be good. It'd be good to see another gaming channel, a different sort of gaming channel. Because not many people are doing that sort of mix of games either. This has been a We Are On We production. Head to onwe.tv for more.